Hey party people, today is Tuesday, August the 31st, and it is 6.37 p.m. Um, I almost did not have anything to podcast today, but um, I do. Ironically enough, if I wait long enough, something always happens, and I realize I need to check in with my people, right? So today... um, was another hurry up and wait things just kind of happened really slow around here um but we were supposed to do mock lessons another set of mock lessons and I had mine prepared my roommate had hers prepared I was actually supposed to do mine yesterday but it got pushed to today and it was pretty good because yesterday I was eh, I don't know you know when you sit around too long waiting on people to tell you what to do and there's no schedule you lose momentum sometimes you lose energy and you start thinking about all the things you could be doing instead of waiting for somebody to tell you what what's about to happen next so it got pushed to today me and my roommate got up she said she was feeling a little bit better but um the um campus doctor had prescribed her some medicine that's right I said it the campus doctor prescribed her some medicine so I don't know what's going on on my campus which is why I can't get sick around here because I don't I'm not used to that and it's not <laughs> you know we tend to fear or to uh shy away from or reject things that we don't understand and I'm doing my best y'all I'm doing my best so for me in order to gain understanding, I just need to not get sick and just figure out who this, who, who is he, what is he, where he come from, where was he educated. I need to know all of that. But I don't because the only way I'm going to figure that out is if I get sick right now. Now, I'll do some snooping around later, but not right now. So um, she said she was feeling better, but now she is... Um, we waiting on a bowel movement around here, basically. We just waiting on a bowel movement. And I don't know what's going on because I'm like, I don't, I don't move forward without them. <laughs> so with that being said, um, we get to the school and it's once again, it's a hurry up and wait. Um, anyway, let me talk about the mock. Uh, lessons so we do the mock lessons and they were like well who's gonna go first and I was like I went first last time so Shari has Shari has to go so she gets up and she does her lesson now I keep telling y'all my roommate she 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 wants to push the envelope and there's nothing wrong with that I've done it um I've lived it it's nothing wrong with it it's ambitious it's ambitious to go into somebody's house and move their furniture around you know, it's like, well, it's still the same furniture, but it's like, yeah, but you moved it around. So it's that kind of thing where, you know, she just she wants to push envelopes. And um, I let her, you know, I keep telling her I'm keeping it simple. You do you. So she does this lesson and it's super long. Um, but it's good because her objective was to really learn how to use the um Technology. We have some really dope technology. Um, and once I figure it out, it's going to be great. But right now, I'm just, you know, I'm telling y'all, I'm just focused on doing exactly what they need me to do. So um, she was a little ruffled um, after her uh, review came because they basically told her all the things that she did wrong. And she kept trying to tell them, well, I was just really trying to make sure that I could use the technology. 
So we go to lunch, we come back, and then I do my mock lesson. And I knock it out the park like I knew I thought I was. (laughs) At first I was like, I don't know. Um, Because there's a lot, y'all. There's just so much you got to do just to get the kids set up. Now, mind you, they're not coming to my classroom. I'm going from class to class to class. So a mock lesson is really almost a mockery because you spend a lot of energy just practicing a lesson. They finna finna work the dog shit out of me or I'm going to work the dog shit out of myself because... Once again, I'm just determined to be a better version of my undisciplined self. And not that um, I'm trying to become a disciplined person. I've just never been a disciplined person in the school system. That's point blank period. I've always bucked the system. So for me, the challenge is to not buck the system, to do just enough and get my A and keep it moving. But I knocked it out the park, and it felt good. It really felt good because I kept it simple, and I used just enough technology. And the beautiful part is I am in a school system that really, 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 let me do two more of those, really, really believes wholeheartedly that students can teach themselves that if you have the right program in place and the right person in the classroom, that you can assign all of these different, um, uh, what am I trying to say? You can assign all of these different responsibilities to the students and they can, they can run themselves. All I got to do is make sure they don't hurt, get hurt. And that if there's a question that nobody in there can answer, I'm there to answer it. So I'm really set up in a position to um, create that. And one of the teachers, Miss Dahlia, she's all about it. Like today, she was like, yeah, I don't do nothing in my classroom. I got a kid for this. I got a kid for that. I got a kid for this. I got a kid for that. I got a kid for this. I got a kid for that. And I was like, goals. I want to be like Miss Dahlia. But I also want to be like Miss Janine. Because Miss Janine, whoo. Boy, she she knows her content. Today they were talking about um, past, present, past, present tense, past, present. Wait a minute, I'm missing one. Future, that's past. Past, present, and future tense. That's not right. Some may right. Anyway, <laughs> see, I don't know it. Anyway, but she got into progressive tense, like talked about progressive tense. And I literally was sitting there with my... Southern education all the way up to a master's degree, okay? All the way up to a master's degree. And I just really learned and understood what progressive tense is. I really understood it. So I was just sitting there like, education all over the world is different. But I really realized how lacking um mine was in terms of English language arts but I've never gotten that far because I didn't major in English and English was um I don't know just in the education systems I was in when I went to high school it was more about composition right I don't know I just all I know is I'm teaching fifth graders, sixth graders, and seventh graders 
English, parts of English that I'm really going to have to learn the content on. And that, that for me, that's growth. That's growth. Um, am I embarrassed? Maybe. I don't know. I don't. I just feel like it's something that I didn't know. And I'm watching a very almost third world uh, education system give it. And they they have a system that works in terms of the majority of the kids, which is for them 80 percent, walk out of there able to pick a college and get in. So anyway, that's Miss Janine. She's no holes barred. She's cynical. She's uh, she sticks to her guns. Um, she she doesn't loosen up for her kids. That's where we're different. Like I'm very very I'm not very very loose, but I'm I'm loose. I'm a theater person, right? So there's a certain amount of drama and a certain amount of um coming outside of myself that I'm willing to do for my students. And then Miss Dahlia is all about, you know what? I I, I show up <laughs> and I I make sure my kids have equity in this classroom so much so that I really do nothing and I though both of those women I'm trying I that I I inspire I am inspired to become a well-versed rendition of both of them plus bring in my own little you know personality so I knock it out the box. The uh, Literally, the only thing he said was, you forgot to put the page number on the homework assignment. Because we have to write the homework assignment on the board. And that was it. I literally forgot to do that. And he was like, also make sure you use the highlighter on the Promethean board when you're trying to get the kids to... Because I had the kids copying down some stuff, and I didn't highlight it. And um, that was it. That was literally it. And it felt good. So when I get home... Uh, we did that. We had that conversation before I went to dinner. So how did she get home before me? Did I come home before her? I don't remember, y'all. I'm telling y'all. It's just certain stuff. I'm like, that ain't worth remembering. When did I get home? It's not worth remembering. So at some point before we went to dinner, I get home and my roommate is sitting on the couch. And I didn't even hear her come in. She's sitting on the couch, and she's uh, bothered, right? So she's like, can you show me how to teach like you teach? Because they done got in her head and told her, you know, compared her to me or compared her to somebody, and now she's struggling. So I told her, first of all, I've had to develop. I've had to develop myself as a teacher so what I can't do is package this up and put it give it to you and even if I packaged it up and gave it to you you got to develop it so initially it's going to come off as ingenuine anyway I said second of all you had an objective today and the head of the department had an objective today and you keep trying to explain to him what your objective is and he didn't ask you so quit trying to explain to people what you're trying to do if they don't ask you they don't care. They want you to do what, what they told you to do. So be encouraged that you got your question answered or you got your situation figured out based on what you needed to do, which was play around with the technology. 
Okay. Um, I also had to explain to her that I come out of a system that, um, let me tell y'all something. My first year at Lancaster, um, I was so excited. I was so excited because I came from good teaching and I really felt like I knew what to do. I felt like when they were like, oh, you can teach it any kind of way that I had what it took to not only connect with my students, but to make sure that they got what they needed. My first year, I was so excited, but I worked with uh, with three women who um, pretty much, and maybe they tried to tell me, but there's a difference between saying to me, you can do, you can teach that how you want to, just be careful, versus let me pull you to the side and really explain to you what the expectation is. Nobody did that. On God, nobody did that. They watched me literally sink my first six weeks. Literally sink. And then I had to figure out how to swim. So what happened was, you know, the emergency crew came in. You know, I had people in my classroom. I had people pulling me to the side. I was having to stay after school to do additional training when all somebody had to do was say, hey, homegirl, let me talk to you for a second before you get into the next three weeks, before the report cards come out. So I come from a, from a place that, like, they, they don't just put you in the, in the swimming pool and, and tell you to swim. They motherfucking push you in that. You know, they, it's just... <laughs> All my life I had to fight Okay So um, I had to explain to her That I've had to go through workshops And not just for education But for personal growth Um, I did the Teo Castellanos Movement workshop At SMU a couple of years ago Um, I did back to back uh, The Artist Way I did that book Page to page, chapter to chapter, back to back. Um, I also did the um, workshop with uh, Raw Goddess, um, Move the Crowd, which taught me that I didn't have to be broke as an artist. But the, the activities also gave me a certain amount of confidence in myself. And it, it really taught me how to practice faith. And I'll say that because... One of the days, um, Teresa Wash, who runs uh, Bishop Arts Theater, we were partners. And I still have this writing down. And what we had to do was you had to blindfold your partner and you had to lead them around the room. And as you led them around the room, you know, they could touch certain things. And I'll never forget that. I'll never forget how my anxiety uh, kicked in because... I was being blindly led and I had never really done that. And I I had to realize that that was an act of faith. Like you're learning how to faith. You're not just talking the talk. You're practicing walking the walk. And uh, Will Ritchie was in that workshop. I think Eve was in that workshop. Alejandro Perez was in that workshop. We was all in that workshop. And at a certain point, we was all crying. You know what I mean? We were all crying because the breakthroughs were so phenomenal. 
So who I am in the classroom, it's not a jack-in-the-box. It's not a happy meal. It's not fast food. It's years and years and years of work, and it's years and years and years of me having to step outside of who I thought I was to become a greater version of myself, and I'm still on that journey. So being in the classroom for me is all about the kids. It's all about me going, I submit. I submit. And I told my roommate today, I said, I look at every kid as if they're me. So... I'm very in tune to when I'm up there and I can tell when I'm talking too much. I can look in their faces and tell when they don't understand something. And now I have to, you know, get a little gangster. But the key is to come in and be gangster at all times. Don't ever have to switch. When I clock in, the curtains are open, right? The curtains are open and I'm on the stage. And I don't get off that stage till I clock out. And that takes time, it takes work, and it takes criticism. Um, She was saying, you know, they only said bad things to me. And I said, no, they didn't. I said, they only gave you things to help you grow. You're right, you're right. But first of all, you ain't listening to me. Right? I know these people, y'all, because I used to be one of them. I used to think that if somebody said something to me that I didn't want to hear, that it was criticism in the negative But it takes moxie, it takes courage, it takes beauty, you know, it takes, um, it takes God in you to be able to have somebody say to you, you need to do this, that'll make you better, oh, this will make you better, and actually be able to accept it because it's something meant to make you better. So I have to tell her that they're only trying to help you survive the school year, And like me, you keep trying to make it difficult. You keep questioning everything. You keep um, bumping your head up against these walls. And then your health is failing you. And it might be your countenance. You know, you're so busy down in the doldrums that now your health is suffering. I don't know. So, uh, but I told her, I said, whatever I do, whatever I do that you think you can implement in your classrooms is yours. My teaching style is not copywritten at all and I'm not threatened by anybody who tries to take what I do in a classroom and implement it themselves because what I do know is you're going to fail if you don't keep practicing it you're not me so whatever it is I give you you got to make it your own and that takes time that takes time you have to you know you have to look at it like a loaf of bread before it's ever a loaf of bread there are ingredients And then you got to mix those ingredients. And then you got to take those mixed ingredients and put them in a well-oiled pan. And then you got to take that well-oiled pan with those mixed ingredients and put it in the oven. That's a process. Everything is a process. Life is a process. I'm not you. You're not me. But I do know what my strengths are and I know what my weaknesses are. And that's only through seeing myself through the eyes of other people who really loved me and really wanted the best for me and who I could receive it from when it was time for me to receive it. So I told her they haven't seen my weakness yet because guess what my weakness is? It's preparation. I'm a world-class procrastinator who still ends up on the top of the mountain. That's just what that is. So imagine if I actually prepare. Imagine if I actually apply myself. Imagine if I actually don't procrastinate. And that's my goal this year. 
And I know, I'm tell y'all already, I'm procrastinating right now. Because <laughs> they added that fifth grade. <laughs> they done added these fifth graders to my schedule. And I should be literally reading one of their books right now. But I took my braids out and I'm chilling. So that was kind of today. Um, I want to say that I took my braids out today. I came in feeling a little crazy. Um, called my mom this morning. That was great. And I'm so glad I called her because I needed that. That kind of helped me um, get through the afternoon. Um, so I took my brace out while I was listening to Dr. Carr and Karen Hunter talk about Emmett Till and Black August. And listening to that show always puts me somewhere. First of all, it makes me realize that I have to be very, very, very careful because I'm realizing that I'm, when people see me, they don't know how to read me. So I'll say some shit like, yeah, I'm reading Richard Wright, the man who um, lived underground right now. And in my Scorpio mind, that should tell them, oh, she's a nerd. Oh, she might be a little... Um, introverted. Uh, oh, maybe I should only talk about certain things. But let me tell y'all something. People don't care. All they see is Kamika Spencer. Oh, well, what is this? What did you do there? They they want to be. They want me to. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's like they want to connect. And a lot of times, especially now and at this point in my life, I I don't desire a connection with somebody who's not already connected. In the things that I'm connected to. Like if you're not reading. And you want to hang out with me. That's not going to happen. If you don't read. See. I done confused a lot of people. Because I was a social person. I used to smoke. I used to drink. I used to hang out. But all of that was procrastination and avoidance. <laughs> procrastination and avoidance. And it's okay. Because we kicked it didn't we. We did. We kicked it. I've had a wonderful life. No regrets. However, the the origin of who you are always comes out. And I'm I'm as close to that as I'm ever going to be. I'm as close to that as, as I'm ever going to be. And I'm back to reading. I used to be a eight or nine book a month person. I used to read Stephen King in church, y'all. I mean, thick books in the eighth grade. I won second place in a in a essay contest at church when I was in in eighth grade. That was eighth grade. Robin Jeffries got first place. Whatever. <laughs> I was published in high school. I've always been a bookworm. I've always been a nerd. Where I failed was wanting to be social and wanting to fit in. When I knew I didn't, but I made the best of it. I dumb myself down in a lot of situations. <clears throat> but the origins of who I am is is coming out. It's it's making itself known. The answers are talking to me. So listening to Dr. Carr today, uh it was church, it was church, it was church. He was talking about the blood and how we not finna shed no more blood on behalf of supremacy. I learned things about Emmett Till today that I didn't know. That his father was killed um, 
for being accused of raping a white woman, him and some other military, black military guys. And that the ring, and the thing is, um, Toni Morrison had, has written a play about it that I got to see in Fort Worth maybe three summers ago. And the ring came up, but I didn't, I didn't have a reference. I didn't have a, a full context. So hearing it on the podcast today really like, I don't know, it, it made me think about who African Americans are from a global perspective and who I am to the people that I work with. I had on a Pan-African Connection shirt. Today was a red shirt, and on the back was Africa. But the Africa is in gold, green, and red. If you know, those are Ghana's colors. I don't think about it. I'm ripping reading. It's a bookstore shirt. A man who ain't never said nothing to me today was like, you have Africa on the back of your shirt. And I was like, yeah, it's Pan-African Connection. It's a bookstore in Dallas. He said, whose colors are those? Is that Ghana? I said, yeah. Now, what happened was I remembered Sub-Saharan Africa. Don't tell them you're from certain areas. But you know what? I was ready to fight at that point if he was going to do anything other than walk on. I don't know what it meant for him. I don't know what that meant for him. But I know he acknowledged it. And I know that I had a reference about somebody telling me, don't tell anybody you're, you know, from the Sudan or from these other places because they really look down on that. But what y'all don't recognize is that Africans that were taken and that now live in America, my people, we're probably the strongest of black people on the planet. Because... What we don't know is colonization from a historical perspective. Our colonization is as new as America itself. And we don't have a reference for it because we live in a country, the United States, that has never been overtaken by another country. So even in our oppression, there is a strength, there's a, there's a certain backbone that we carry not only that we carry master's blood and master's blood is vengeful master's blood is murderous master's blood is unforgiving master's blood is separatist and whether we want to acknowledge it or not we carry that so when we come into these other countries, like I told you, I'm not trying to bring my Americanness into this, but I do bring my blackness. And now I just wonder, who am I to these people I share a certain amount of ancestry with? Who am I to these people who live in a country that is war-torn? Who am I to the people who don't really strike up conversations with me, but everybody knows my name. I am Kamika here. And there are people who know my name, and I still I still be struggling, y'all. It's so many Muhammads and Ahmeds. It's so many. I have to write people's name down and then put like a little like something. Like Zara is my fashionista. 
She's the one who I know is that like she does not come to work without her little heels on and her hijab matching her dress. And today she was off the chain because she did this whole pink and green. It was like this really, really soft pink and like a um, like a green tea green uh, outfit and her eyes were green. So everything I was like, oh, shit, you got the eyes matching the ensemble today. I'm feeling it. But who am I to you? Should I be concerned? Not from a level of trying to fit in, but from a level of the blood, right? The blood. Because I'm into it, Dr. Carr. I'm into the whole, like, yeah, social versus governing. I get it. Um, then I thought, maybe I should show up to the school tomorrow without these braids in my hair. But I had already decided, no. <laughs> I'm not interested in that. I don't. I'm not interested in the hair conversation. But I am pretty sure I'm gonna get some double takes because they're gonna be like, "Who's the new black girl? Has Kamika seen her?" <laughs> so I feel encouraged tonight. I feel strong. Um, I've written on my mirror the things that I need to focus on so that when my energy gets a little shook. Um, I just look in my mirror and I know exactly what I need to do and I get to it. So there is no real procrastination. Even if I'm not working on my school stuff, I know how to get, get busy and not sit and let my imagination and my thoughts fester into something that I'm not ready to handle. Right. I want more for us. But I also want more for myself. And that's all I can control. Remember the serenity prayer? Grant me the wisdom, right? So I'm really good at that now. I'm really good at looking at something and going, what can I do about that? And if it's nothing, then there is no worry. You know? There is no worry. If it can't be fixed, what are we worried about? If it can be fixed, there's no need to worry. If it can be fixed, there's no need to worry. Right? So that was my today. Um, I'll probably wash my hair in like two days. I'm just trying to let it rest. It sighed. It literally sighed when I took out the last braid. Um, so I'm going I'm to let it rest for about a day and a half. And then I'll wash it and put it up. And then put some more braids in it right before... Um, school starts what else it's night here night is falling I feel good Um, I'm about to write uh, this Richard Wright book um, the man who lived underground it's a beast it's a beast I'm at part two but part one is a beast I mean you think it's gonna happen slow but he gets right into it and I really feel uh, a lot of compassion for this character because I'm realizing he's not that smart. He's young. Um, he's a people pleaser. He's a yes sir, no sir. And he just wants peace. He wants serenity. His wife is pregnant. And these police, they just, they, they, they on their shit, you know. And as much as I'm tired of these kind of things, as long as it's still happening, I just feel like we got to deal with it. We can't keep turning our heads. We can't keep falling on our knees praying. At some point, we got to deal, excuse me, we got to deal with it. And 
A lot of y'all are uh, down on our current generations. But let me tell you this. When it's time to, to get down with the get down, who you think they going to call? Ghostbusters? No. They going to recruit. So I, I just truly believe God ain't giving us nothing we can't handle. And when it's time, and there will be a time, maybe not in my lifetime, but there will come a time. It's already happening. And these babies, they they ready. Because they don't have nothing else to live for because we haven't been able to hold our families together due to the system to give them something to live for. So they all materialed and fast food out, right? But they ready to fight. That's all they know. And right now they're fighting each other at the lower level, right? At the lower level. But I'm about to be 50. I'm aging out of the game. Right? So be encouraged that we have all we need, when we need it, why we need it, for we need it, whatever. How we going to say it. We got it. And when it's time, we need to nurture it. We need to nurture it. So... um, Another thing that I'm realizing about my roommate is that I think we're more alike than different because she doesn't fit in and I don't want to fit in. So she, she, she sticks to me. Shari sticks to me. She keeps close and I don't mind because I get it. What I never thought I would witness is a white girl who didn't fit in. I mean, I've seen it, but she doesn't have a, she doesn't have a tribe here. It'd be me, her and Jinx. And Jinx don't want to fit in either. He plays the game well. I did run into Emily today. She seemed a little bit happier. She's still going through, but I told her, I said, if you want to walk, let me know, but I'm done. That's it. That's all I can offer you. With my roommate, um, yeah, she's awkward as fuck. But I think it's because she's too busy trying to please. She's one of the people that, like, Oh, hey, she, she, you know, she'll give you the voice to, to make you think she's okay. I don't do that no more. If I'm not okay, my shit is shaking. I'm breathing hard. I'm very, very um, emotionally vulnerable when it's time for me to be. I quit holding shit in. It gave me a bubble gut. I couldn't do it. I had patches on my skin. So if I need to cry whenever, however, I'm going to do it and get it on out and keep it moving. And there's nothing wrong with that. I've been in my room for the past maybe four hours. Door locked, light off. That's okay. And it's comfortable. I'm not finna step outside of any more comfort zones to make somebody else feel like I'm okay if I'm not. Deal with it. All right, so power to the people. Y'all stay strong. Um, I'm going to try to go to Alexandria soon, but I'm going to enjoy this next week and a half off before school starts. They actually gave us three extra days off, so I'm going to enjoy those days. I will report out if I have anything to report out. However, I'm going to try my best to wait till school starts and just 
Get prepared because I have a lot. I really do have a lot to do. I have more to do than I than I'm probably thinking I have to do. Um, I asked them, you know, do I have to make a lesson plan for each one of these grades? I still haven't gotten a straight answer. So what am I going to do? I'm going to go ahead and prepare a lesson plan for each. What better way to practice? Get to work. Be good. Be good. Be good. Be God. Peace.